I uh, enjoy podcasting. It is my life. How many marshmallows do you have in your house right now? Do you ever do Mad Dog 2020? Women talk to dumb people every day, Jared. Yeah, maybe they can fix that in editing. Hello. I don't know if genius means what you think it means. Searching, Searching for, for Rick. Rick. So normally we do our fact check. Although I'll tell you this, our last episode, which we were very excited about because it was episode 10 mm-hmm. and it felt like a good milestone, the recording itself is complete trash. <gasps> what? I know it's, it's painful and I'm not really sure we had, of course, some technical difficulties, which we stumble into every time we record. Of course. It did something really strange and we haven't really been able to figure it out yet. So I'm going to say... I refuse to skip that episode. This is still episode 11 we're doing now. We'll make 10 the lost episode or something. Maybe 10 will be the lost episode. And if we can figure out some magic with it, it may appear later. We don't know. But um, yeah, this is still episode 11. I like that. We're going to start this episode kind of clean and easy. And we're going to jump right into who we're searching for. Let's do it. Who are we searching for? person we are searching for. Who I didn't even like compare, like try and find any kind of relation to Rick Moranis, which is what you're always so good at doing. I mean, you kind of made that mandate, so. Yeah, I actually did. And I and I, I kind of, I'm shaming myself for not even like following through with it, particularly with this current artist. I don't even know if this person is even in the same stratosphere as Rick Moranis, as far as stardom is concerned. He was at one time. Do you, or, do you know the name Terrence Trenton Darby when you hear it? Mostly because you've said it. Repeatedly, <laughs> I'm trying to plug, trying to plug a song. Oh yeah. Do you not? Do you know the song when you hear it? Yes, I've heard that song. Yes. What else did the sign your name? What else did he do? Um. So Terrence Trent Darby is is he I won't call him a one hit wonder because he did have some other songs that he uh, put out and we'll get into those in a second. One other popular song of his was Wishing Well, and I think I can find that one. Now, did he look like a Millie Vanilli band member? I don't know if he's Millie Vanilli or not, because he's still like he's still around, sort of. I, mean, I got to get into that in, in a second oh, too. Okay. But, but yeah, so no, he was never a Millie Vanilli. He was an actual artist. No, I know, but didn't he had like a look like them? He was very European Millie Vanilli looking. Yeah, didn't um, they have like long braids? He had the long locks. And he was like fair skinned to where like he was ambiguous of culture to where like like you didn't know if he was black American or if he were uh, if he was maybe like from Europe or something like that. That's where that's where Millie Vanilli came across to me. Like they they came across like they were from not America to me. I did a Millie Vanilli talent show, and a friend and I did Millie Vanilli because we didn't have any talent. So the whole Word? joke was lip syncing. You didn't really do this. This is oh yes, I did. I have a whole dance. Shut up. Luckily, people didn't have iPhones. So you lip synced? But we did it really badly. Like, that was the joke. But we had a whole dance that we did. And both of us had, like, long curly hair. And we wore, like, these suits. It was so bad. I'm, I mean, it would actually be hilarious if somebody had recorded it. I don't think they did. 
yeah. How did you guys score? Like, how did you rank? Uh, in the we, didn't even, show? we didn't even rank. Apparently, they wanted to see real talent. We didn't place it all. Oh, <laughs> so they didn't have a person placed, though. Do you remember what the person did who placed? No, because they don't matter in history. It's only what we did that mattered. I'm dying. We we left all the competition on the floor and walked away. You probably just left after you finished performing. <laughs> like, there's no way that the we died laughing and then left. <laughs> That'd be so funny. Like I'm just too embarrassed. I'm just gonna up and leave. I'm not gonna stay yeah, for the rest like, of this. We don't need to see how this goes down. I think that's pretty funny, though. I mean you have to consider the art for what it is and the and the art is comedy right there right like, exactly you guys aren't like, trying to do anything else but make people you've like got all these people that have been in choir for years you know they get up there and sing the same yeah they sing show tune and it's just like is that really talent if it's not unique it just like what well. what kind of talent goes on in a rural white high school well it's, it's very slim. <laughs> I would say that there would be every now and again, there'd be like a diamond in the rough that was actually truly talented. But I was in musical theater and everything. And like, oh, I, I feel so horrible for making any of my friends come and watch those shows now <laughs> because they were fun to be in. Right. But they had to have been so, so painful to watch because there's only, you know, you have a whole cast and they, Mm-hmm. Usually you do musicals just because it's like there's enough going on where you don't see really bad acting as bad. So there's usually like one person who's always the lead in every show because they're the only one that can hold a tune. And then the rest of us are just part of the core and can kind of dance and can not really sing, but aren't scared clearly to make fools of ourselves. <laughs> yeah, it had to have been just awful. I don't know if there's, I think there's like one kid I can recall from high school that like went on and did like some off Broadway stuff. Oh, okay. That's like one kid, but it also doesn't have the focus on the arts that like magnet schools around here do or like, like they used to, well, they, they used to, I don't know how it is now, but you know, like Mm. there's, there's some high schools that really like put a lot of emphasis on arts and arts learning. And I think in my high school, like they didn't have a theater program until I was in like middle school. Yeah, I don't know what theater program necessarily means. We had a we had a musical theater class, and I took that class my senior year. We like like yourself, we did a production. Yeah, that and I was actually we didn't have. Oh, look at you! Because you were willing to make a. <laughs> I was that one kid who could sing in in in, um, in the class, and they put me you. up. Front. <laughs> I was like, oh, no, I why do we have to audition? Jarrett's going to get the lead. It's just stupid. Yeah, I hated myself. Don't worry about it. I really didn't want to do all that. I feel like I could kind of act also because I just wasn't embarrassed to stand up there and make a fool out of myself. But yeah. I definitely couldn't sing. And she our the director made me audition singing every time. And I was like, you know I can't sing. I just auditioned two months ago. Like, can't we just stick me in the back? But no. Yeah. It's like, like there are actors who, there are actors who can't sing. Why do they um like why is it like a musical theater class and not like a just a regular drama class? Because now you're assuming that everybody can sing and act. Well, and I think just just, there's just not enough plays that are appropriate for a school play that are the dramatics. I mean, you could go deep into Shakespeare, I guess. Yeah. But you want to also stick as many kids as you can in a production so that all the parents will come. And That's musicals true. have, you know, you can get you can fit more. numbers and core and yeah. 
can that's a good justification. Thing. I didn't even think about that. Yeah, it, the chorus is usually huge, and there's a bunch of people in the class yeah, anyway. So. Everybody gets cast, even if you weren't you're horrible. They can stick you in the chorus somewhere in a group, and like you know. And that's that's exactly what happened in my uh, musical theater class. Like there were people who literally just sat their asses in the back of the class the entire semester. And when the movie, and when the movie, and then when the um, play came about, um, for some reason they were up on stage and they were actually in the in the show. And I'm like, these these fuckers didn't even participate the entire year. They're already they're they're in the play. That was a little diva in me too, being the lead. You know, I'm like, I worked for this. I worked for this. These people didn't work for shit, you know? I've been waiting my whole life for this. My whole life to play the lead role in the Raisin in the Sun musical. Was that the name of it? What? No, the name of the musical is Raisin. Oh. And it was based on Raisin in the Sun. Okay, so what was your character? Do you remember? I was Walter Lee. Walter Lee Younger is the main character in A Raisin in the Sun in the original play. I've never seen that one. You've never seen the play of Raisin in the Sun? No. Oh, wow. Like, as a black person, or just a person who, I guess, took classes from black teachers, particularly black English teachers, you had to have read A Raisin in the Sun at some point in time in your English well, the career. Character characters black? Yes. Mm-hmm. It was written by Lorraine Hansberry. And so we she... never did it because we had one. Yeah, what I was about to say. There you go. Was that your theatrical debut, and did, was it, were you a one-hit wonder? Or yeah, did... that that was probably my first time doing that kind of stuff. And then I just started doing plays around the city, you know. All right. We're way off topic. I know. We weren't even. Are we supposed to be talking about? Uh, we're supposed to be talking about, yes. So uh, I, I don't know how we got off. I, I, was, I was trying to keep, I was trying to even, even keep up it's with. It's my fault. I said something about Millie Vanilli. We're back. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so Terrence Trindarby actually was born here in, in America, uh, albeit he does look like very like non-American. But that's mainly because um, – well, no, his, his parents weren't even American. I mean, weren't even like foreign or from like another country or anything. I mean, they is were that just, just how he carried himself? He just like, carried he himself. Just have like, that, like a cool fashion that looked very European and – yeah, and he did spend some time in West Germany uh, when he enlisted in the U.S. Army. After he went to school and college and shit, he did he did go to the army, and um and was stationed in West Germany and uh, near Frankfurt. So, um, uh, maybe that's where he got his love for locks and baggy blouses to um, rock in the near future. His debut album is called uh, Introducing the Harden Line, according to Terrence Trent Darby. That was released in July of 87. Um, and on that album were those two songs that I played for you, Sign Your Name and Wishing Well. Um, there's a couple other songs in there, too. Um, Dance a Little Sister was another popular one. And If You Let Me Stay was another one. So this those is really... All the singles. Yeah, these are all the, the hits, as you call them, the singles. Yeah, they came off of the album. Um, I only know this album, but apparently he put out some other records. But, I mean, I just don't remember any of them. And, I mean, I'll go through the names of them. Neither Fish Nor Flesh came out in 89. Does that ring a bell for you? I mean, you don't you don't know this guy. Neither so Fish Nor Flesh? No, but I do want to talk about that title. <laughs> what? I mean, it, 
is he uh, talking about cards? Obviously, playing cards. Like I don't want to play go fish, go fish? or poker. Is there a flesh game? Is there a flesh game? I don't know about. No poker. Yeah, but I mean that's that's don't flesh. You think he's just no, this is flesh. This is flesh, flesh as in like on your skin. Neither fish nor flesh. Yeah. What could that mean? Maybe it means he's know. trying to tell the world he's a vegan. <sighs> I mean, right? This I, think I, like that. I guess that was his vegan debut. What are They're the songs? Around the Can you please find the songs on that album? Is it like oh, it's not easy being flesh? green? Let's see. Yeah. Um, some of those songs were Billy Don't Fall, This Side of Love. Uh, it feels so good to love someone like you. That's an actual yeah. song. None of those songs sound like they're singing about vegetables. There's an intro declaration, neither fish nor flesh. That's the only thing that says neither fish nor flesh, though. It's it's just the um, the the intro. You know, the intro is like that minute long track that people put on on CDs to fill in the beginning of the track on the beginning of the CD so you just don't jump right into the music. You know how artists do that? No. You've never heard What's an intro name? before on a CD? I mean, I don't know. Maybe I have. What is it? Just It's like a minute long it. track. Like it's like a minute long track that you'll hear on your CD before the music starts. Well, I don't, I don't know if you remember, remember the education of Lauren Hill. Uh, where the CD starts with like this classroom and this like teachers like going down the the um, the roll of all the kids in the class or whatever. You don't. Uh, yeah, but I thought that was just part of the track. That's oh no, that's the intro. Track. That's the intro because then the song, the, the first song of the of the album comes on right after that. See, I was sure I wasn't going to learn anything from you today. Look at you. See, I got um, a little, I got a little knowledge, a little know how about shit music so i'm gonna stick with the fact that this this fish and flesh album was about him starting his um journey into veganism so what's the next one um it doesn't say anything about that but it doesn't say anything about that but if you want this is my declaration i'm i'm reading in between the lines of artists i know what he means i know what he means i hope you do because i sure (laughs) do what's the next album so, I mean, uh, another album he came out with was called uh, Symphony or Dam. That came out in uh, 1993. Why did you pick him? Uh, because I wondered what happened to him. Because oh, okay. he's like the artist, you know, I, I heard, I, I remember those, I remember those songs. I remember him as an artist. And then he just kind of like literally disappeared from existence. And, and, and I think a lot of it had to do with just him trying to find himself because back when he did his first album, uh, he earned a Grammy for best R and B vocal performance. And I think he got nominated for best new artist. So, I mean, he was on the radar of people like we, we all, I remember hearing him, uh, but apparently, you know, he said um, some stuff that kind of got out in media outlets here in the here in America and probably Ooh, across the world. What did he do? Kinda, what did he say? Kind of messed up his career. Not messed up his career, but messed up his credibility a little bit because he's uh, <laughs> he had a really high opinion about his debut album. And he said that his album is the most important album since the Beatles, Sgt. Pepper's Lonely Hearts band. What? Is that the name of the album, Sgt. Pepper's Lonely Hearts Band or something like that? 
Sergeant Pepper's Lonely Hearts Club Band. Something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he said that his album was the second most important, or was the most important album since that Beatles album. Nothing better than an artist making their own declaration about their own work. Facts. You know, it's not like Rolling Stone said that about him or somebody else claimed it. Like when they claim it themselves, it is just. It's, 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 it's word. Word yeah. is bond. It's the gospel. Um, well, he probably, he probably had to fade out in the 90s to make room for Kanye West's ego to make its way in in the 2000s. Well, yeah, Kanye didn't show up though until much later than that. But yeah, somebody, I, I feel like you can't have too many huge egoed artists around at one time saying the same kind of shit like that. Because like it's like, somebody's a liar here. Somebody's <laughs> lying here. Yeah. <laughs> He um he did go on to sing the theme song for the 1991 movie Frankie and Johnny. Do you remember this movie? Oh yeah, I remember the movie. I remember the movie cover, but I couldn't tell you much about what it was about. It had um I don't remember either. I know Al Pacino, Pacino? was there. Yeah. yeah, and, and Michelle, Michelle, Pfeiffer. Was it Michelle Pfeiffer. Yeah, yeah. So I can I can picture the cover. She was like a waitress, I think. Something like that. There, there was something about a diner. Anyway, so he he did the lead song in that, huh? Yeah, so I'm assuming he did the song that uh, the the um the actual song that probably plays, you know, when the credits start rolling at the end of the movie. That's usually like Wait, the you're main. Assuming? Album. I'm assuming. I mean, I, they said that he did the the main song of the of the film. But that's not always the credit rolling song. Sometimes the main song is the big moment in the film. Um. You don't think you think it's the the song on the way out? I don't know. That's a good point because, like in Bodyguard, um, remember when she gets ready when she gets off the plane and um, I'll always love you playing is playing or whatever while she right. So yeah, I see your point. I mean, it just depends on the film, I guess, and what they decide on the film soundtrack is the lead. It's the single they released from the soundtrack, right? Yeah, they. I, I didn't. I didn't even go look that deep into the movie. I just to like see, to ask you, you know. questions. I know you won't have the answer to. No, that's okay. <laughs> Payback's a bitch, I tell you that. Right. <laughs> I don't know about that, but he did also do a song for the end credits for Beverly Hills Cop 3 as well. Oh, look at there. Um, that's why I think that he that this song that he did was on, was on the uh on So the he did it. extend his career past his first album to get into like at least, you know, making movie. some money. Even if in the movie was. land and to have your, yeah. your your music be part of a movie, I think that's a pretty big deal. I just looked up how much money you make off Spotify. Like if you stream your if you stream a song so many times on Spotify, how much they pay an artist for those streams. Mm-hmm. But it takes like a hundred thousand streams in order for them to get like so many hundred dollars. And it's not even like a thousand dollars. It's like yeah, it's wild. four or five hundred dollars or something like that. It's crazy. Yeah. I doubt Terrence Trent Darby is getting the four hundred, five hundred dollars that Spotify should be giving him for his streams. I don't think people are streaming his music like that. Well, if that hit was big enough, they might be. Did you see how many streams were on it? Um, let me go look on Spotify and look up Sign Let's Your Name. I would think, like, again, I think Sign Your Name would be the biggest song on there. Yeah, sometimes it'll surprise you with those old 80s and 90s hits. Yeah, Sign Your Name has 45,961,182. That's a pretty good amount. Streams. Wishing Well has thirty-eight million two hundred thirty-four thousand three hundred seventy-four streams. Yeah, yeah. Every song, every song that's like his or his top five most popular songs on Spotify are all all coming from his uh, debut album in eighty-seven. Yeah, nobody's looking for those other shit albums that 
he put out, which is why the artist ended up changing his name and eventually killing Terrence Trent Darby in the process. And please tell me he changed his name to just two names and not three. That's exhausting. Uh, I got some good news and some bad news. So he <laughs> changed his name to a two-name person, but it is a completely hard name to pronounce that I'm just going to probably brutalize it in pronouncing. I'm really good at pronouncing names. So oh, let's you see are? Is that your thing? I, it is like a thing of mine. Like if I had to think what my mutant ability is, like as an X-Men, it would be um, figuring out how to pronounce people's names. names so we'd be like, it's the end of the world. Who do we have? I have Jared, to pronounce can you pronounce the name of what's happening right now? Apocalypse. Yeah, and it went in. Jarrett. Okay. Yeah, that, that would be my contribution to saving the world, is pronouncing the name of the end of the world. I'm going to be honest, we may not need you when we get to that point, but... Uh, I'm going to be there nonetheless. Hey guys, don't forget about me. Yeah, you need to pronounce that villain's name? Yeah, I got I you right here. Uh, yeah, I can help you out. So, <laughs> uh, Terrence Trent Darby was born uh, Terrence Trent Howard. Uh, and then, of course, changed his name to the stage name Terrence Trent Darby. And uh, the guy um, thought that, the, that his name was just so synonymous with failure that he wanted to renew himself and give himself a new, fresh start by legally changing his name to Sonata Maitreya. No. Sonada, Sananda. I'm sorry. That's that's better. Sananda Maitreya. I I don't even know how to respond to that. That's yeah. Awful. Well, you you don't need to respond to it because that's not your name. It's his name. He's got to live with it. But it, does he want people? Was he trying to change his name so he could go disappear into obscurity? Because that's a great name for that. Because <laughs> nobody can pronounce it. Nobody's going to repeat it. It's done. Was he wanted to change exactly. it so he could have a rebirth into, um, you know, big artist? Because if we can't pronounce your name, we cannot tell our friends to listen to your music because we're going to go. Did you hear the music from that guy? Ooh, Symphony mm -hmm. Sonata. 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 Mind train, mind train, mind train. Just... But maybe, maybe it's uh, that's another thing though too. Again, is that he is not, um, he's American. He was born here. I mean, he could have gotten the culture though from anywhere. Eh? Whatever he, whatever maybe culture. He doesn't he identify as American anymore, Jarrett. Yeah, maybe he identifies. You know, people when you become famous, you travel the world and you get to know other cultures. Yeah, America is actually not that awesome. Some people embrace those other cultures, though. You know, they just they think that their cult those other cultures are cooler than theirs, so they renounce their current lifestyle and embrace the culture of wherever they've been. You know, which as of late is the correct way to go. Oh, sure. I mean, yeah, I would never say that I'm a Trump supporter. Let alone, it's hard to say so you're from America. Not I'm sure. Yeah, it's embarrassing. And then Georgia, woo. Ugh. A Georgian. Double whammy. Georgian. Oh, God. They spit on Georgians in other yeah. countries, by the way. I know. So, yeah, I don't think Sananda Maitreya is um, What's Georgian. Sananda doing? 
right now. So Sananda Maitreya, uh, he originally released an album in 2001 to announce this new name change, along with Terrence Trent Darby. Um, you know, he, he put what? out a he put out two albums, one basically with the Sananda Maitreya name, and then one with the Terrence Trent Darby name. Wow. Both of the albums were named Wildcard. What? He released that album the following year with just the name Sananda Maitreya, and then he wow. came. Uh, he came. He, people were asking, "Well, what, what happened to Terrence Trent, Trent Darby?" And he said, "Terrence Trent Darby was dead." He watched, and then um, he went on to say, "I watched his suffering as he died a noble death. After intense pain, I meditated for a new spirit, a new will, a new identity, and then Ooh. thus Sananda Maitreya was born." <laughs> and that's Sananda Maitreya was born. Yeah. Who? Okay. Let we need to dig a little deeper here. Something. Ha- I mean, besides his celebrity going not the direction he wanted to go, clearly, and him having suffering some sort of PTSD from that, and deciding that he's going to not a, he's going to change his identity. He killed yeah. off his former identity. There's there's abuse somewhere in his. In his oh, history, I'm, who were his? I, I'm going to psychologically read this man. You don't know what. To, I mean, people just have revelation. Ultimate escapism, like you're people creating have, people have another identity. Yeah. So San, Sananda Maitreya um, has, you know, had his run at music between him changing his uh, name in 2001. And up until maybe 2017, he's put out a few albums. Uh, none of them we, we have heard of, I'm sure. Um, one is called Wild Card. Another one is called Angels and Vampires, Volume 1. There's another one called Angels and Vampires, Volume 2. Any of those ring a bell? Because, no, no. <laughs> because <laughs> Angel, yeah, Volume 1 wasn't enough. No, it you got to have two of them back to back. One was 2005, one was 2006. Intriguing. Okay. Yeah. And, they said then, he was on a food quest before. Now he's on a spiritual quest of some kind. I guess because there's like it's just he's all over the place. There's there's another album called The Rise of the Zugabrian Time Lords that came out in 2015. I'd like to pause a second and go back to where you said your superpower was pronunciation. Pronunciation. And I, yeah. I feel like you're having to sound out words more than I would like. If a superhero, I present you with this made up word and you tell me how, and you tell me how it's pronounced. And I bet you I did a better job pronouncing it than you did. I don't know what the word is. I'm going to, uh, you want me to text it to you? Oh, okay. Hang on a second. Text it to me. We'll keep chatting and then I'll do my best to pronounce a made up word. If it's made up, you can pronounce well, it however you want. Exactly, right? which is why I don't I don't think I said it incorrectly. And then I had to give me a give me a second to phonetically find the base of it all and say it. You literally just tried to test my powers just now, as if I'm just supposed to just up and just say yeah. words off the top of my head. I like every mutant, do you have to give yourself a glow of lamb before you show off your powers? And that's where you go. That's where you go and you read. Uh, how did you word. pronounce this word? Um, no, you tell me how you pronounce it. Zujabrian. <laughs> how do you pronounce it? I said Zugabrian. No, no. 
Zajabrian? No. Zajabrian looks way more intellectual than Zajabrian or whatever. What did you just say? Zajabrian. That sounds yeah. like Grey Poupon. It sounds, it sounds very fake. Whereas okay. mine, Zajabrian, sounds very like, hmm, it could be from another culture, civilization. I don't know where you're getting Gabrian. Like, the, there's no A G-B- in there. Like- B-R-I-A-N could be Brian and not Brian, too. Okay. Well, here's the thing. I think the reality is I think we've shown our audience that if they are in a bind and they need to call on a superhero to pronounce a word. Don't hate. You're not, you're just not going to be. Don't hate. I I knew it. You're such a hater, man. God. (laughs) You're just going to, you're never going to realize that I actually. I'm just going to call it. Okay. People realize this. Okay. They're like the super, super secret kind. I'm what you call uh, an enhanced human. I'm telling Uh you, I got potential Uh that you just won't believe. Do Not, and and does that potential stay really deep inside you somewhere? Like it can't. It's only you know about it. Yeah, sometimes and, like because yeah. you know, like I can make the light change at a stoplight, and it just happens. Like I can't make myself just do it. Like just sit at a light, and it will just. I say change, and it will change. But like if I just happen to be sitting there, and I say, "Hey, what's taking this light so long?" And I just concentrate for a little bit. It'll change green. It's crazy. It's always going to eventually. No, that's not what happened. <laughs> it doesn't have that ability. No, no, no. Okay. All right. No, no, no. Yeah. That's just, that's mine and mine alone. Okay. But you can't really do it on demand. You kind of have to wait for it. So is there a chance yes. that things happen and you credit yourself for those things when maybe there are things that would have happened whether you were present or not? No, 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 uh, no, no, not possible it's all because okay. of me. No, oh, it's, it's yeah. my potential and my powers that allow these things to happen. And I'm not going to let I you mean, sit here and shit on my no. parade. <laughs> I knew and, you always had potential. I just thought that you were keeping it buried and no, it's good no, to, no, no. Th- just, that's how well, you're spending your potential is sitting there waiting for a life. Well, I'd rather not brag about it and boast about it. It's not my thing. I'd rather just live my life with it and just let it go. I think you definitely should not brag about it or boast about it. Like you should keep this pretty quiet. I try to because people like you are just so non-believing and like so um, unbelieved or whatever you want to call I don't it. Know. Unbelieved. Unbelievable. I am unbelievable. You find me unbelievable. I'm sorry. I just I want you to have something that's your own, and I think you should just keep this to yourself. Well, I've been trying to do that for the last 39 years. And unfortunately, people like you try and continue to discredit me and find out what's the truth and all that. And it's just, it gets real annoying after a while. <laughs> I'm sure it's exhausting. You're not the first person to try and question my 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 abilities. So I just, you know, I'm not, I'm, yeah. I'm not, I'm not appalled by what you're saying right now. I'm just, you know, really more so just bored because I've heard it before. Right, right. Yeah. I yeah. Under- yeah. The struggle is real. I understand. Um, you don't understand. <laughs> no, you don't, understand. don't you don't You don't have these powers to deal with. Uh, no, I, I don't. Um, I can't wait for them to be released. <laughs> these pronunciation powers to be released on the world. Um, you're going you're, you're, you're gonna to need. They're be amazing. They're going to be needed. And then you're going to be like, God damn, I wish we had Jared around to pronounce this because. 
now our lives are at stake and we need oh. to pronounce this or we'll die. We have to say this word correctly. <laughs> Do you think a whole spinoff, like a cartoon spinoff, will come from this episode? Of a character that can pronounce words? Yeah. Why not? We need more educated well, this like does that. remind me of a previous episode where I asked you specifically not to get involved in any sort of entertainment industry or pitching any ideas for shows. And I think oh, this I is, goes in line with that of, I would, I would really like you just not, don't, don't do that. Well, I didn't say, this isn't, I didn't say I was going to pitch any ideas to anybody. No, I know. But the it. fact that I brought it up was a test and you agreed that it would be a great show. And I, I was completely joking. I didn't agree to pitch it though. I just said that it was a great idea for a movie. I mean, for a show. And I, 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 you can name it the wordist. Oh, the no. wordist. That can be his name. The wordist. I think now's when we take the time to apologize to anyone that is still listening. Um, what evil lies promise them the wordist knows that we will not bring up Jared's superpowers again. This episode is brought to you by the wordist coming on Fox, <laughs> coming this fall to Fox. Terrence Trent Darby, <laughs> also known as So Little Bitterbep. Sananda Maitreya, which I could also be pronouncing in, I'm pronouncing incorrectly as well, but apparent, apparently, uh, if you if you had it your way, the the word is the least confident pronunciation superhero ever. It is, and okay, you know, after twenty two songs, he is still regarded today as a great musician amongst certain circles by himself uh you know what i'm not gonna trash any artist because who knows he may come on the show one day and i don't want to to think that we think of him in low regard i'll leave it up to you mr trent darby or mr maitreya um my co-host alice thinks of you in low regard but i sort of hold you in the highest esteem and I hope no, you come no. on our show and grace us one day with an acoustic version of Wishing Well. <laughs> I want a, a correction. I would like a correction. Um, I don't I don't hold him in um, low regard. I question him changing his name when he did not get the results that he felt like he deserved with his first few albums. And that it, I think he's a great artist it has nothing to do with his artistic ability or anything like that. It has to do with the fact that we all fail and you have to own that failure and then power through it. You can't just decide you're somebody else That's true. or make up a superhero name for yourself. What's wrong with, what's wrong, what's wrong with reinventing yourself? I feel like people do that all the time. You can totally reinvent yourself, but it sounds like he, ran away from himself. He, he killed, killed himself. He said that. Like I killed that earlier version of myself. That's bigger than reinvention. You're he running. Killed him. He didn't say he killed oh, him. He's, he's dead. dead. It and seems like you're running away from noble, that. He watched him die a noble death at his hands. Which means he choked him to death in his <laughs> He reveres his no I don't know. Anyway. 
It's a, weird, um, it's a weird story. I, I don't know. I, if I changed my name, I wouldn't think that I would say my previous name personality was dead. I would just say I changed my name legally. Because, yes, that's the thing is it alludes itself to believe that, like, he's saying that that formal, former self is completely dead, not just the name change. Yeah. That's the weird part about it, I think. Yeah. I'll agree with you on that. Okay. And what? where is he now? Knitting he's, sweaters. Um, He's pretty much renounced his American and British fame, and he has moved back to a small one-bedroom apartment in Manhattan. I'm just kidding. I don't. Um, he's married to an Italian television host, and they have two children, and they do currently reside in New York. All right. Very nice. And he probably still is getting mailbox money from. Sure, he gets a check here and there. Yeah, yeah. His stuff being played on Spotify and other streaming services. Yeah. And it's his his music's in a lot of movies too. Like I I forgot to mention that his three of his songs were played in um the movie Knocked Up. So I mean he, he gets That's around. huge. Yeah, yeah then know, his his, his publishing company's working for him. All right. Well, there you go, Terrence Trent Darby, for all those that didn't know who he was or missed him. Yeah, I'm just again. If you didn't know who he was, I'm just really surprised that at that. Like, I'm. Just, I feel like most people know him by now, except for you. And I think that most people would know his song, but I don't know that they'd actually need to do a poll. My name? Yeah. All right. So I think we we know all we can know about. Yeah, I think we all. I think we know all we care to know more so. Um, yeah, and maybe even more than we wanted to really. Maybe. I mean, you know, uh, and if, if a listener wants to learn more about Terrence Trent Darby, you can definitely hit me up on my DMs and we can talk at length about him. Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> go for it. Do that on his personal, though. Don't do it yeah, on Yeah, yeah, yeah. You don't have to go to the podcast for it. You can, you can come to yeah. my uh, hit, IG or hit, my yeah. Jared, Jared up impressed. there. Yeah, Jared is not impressed. Two R's, two T's. Yeah. And you just we can go talk. on and on and on, on. ad nauseum about Terrence Trent Darby. You you will yeah. love the conversation. Trust me. No. Um, speaking of IG, I'm off. I'm on a social media cleanse. Yeah, it's so weird. I know. So I'm off IG, Facebook, the Twitter, which I didn't really do anyway. Um, so what's been happening out there in the world? Oh, man. Um, oh, so the big thing that I've seen. So, you know, there was that explosion in Beirut. Was that yesterday? Yes. That was on the main news, obviously. Yeah, I saw that. It was on the news news. Yeah. It, it, it's been all over, all over the world. But what social media has allowed is for us to see the camera angles from different people's phones of the explosion. Oh, that's and cool. And it's just, it's, it is the wow. coolest slash most terrifying thing I've ever seen. Um, I saw some celebrity posted a video of like, it was like an edited video of the different uh, angles back to back to back or whatever. And it's just like, wow. It's just to see this from different spots, even hearing people react to them differently. Like some people are just like screaming bloody murder when their explosion happens. And some people are like, Oh shit. Like, like it just kind of like surprised them or shocked them. And other people were kind of like just ran for cover as soon as they saw the explosion. Like they just immediately started running. Like they just thought it was, they thought it was the end of the world or something. But yeah, just to watch them at different angles. That's what social media is providing right now. And it's just the most awe-inspiring, not awe-inspiring, but it's, it's definitely awe 
filling. It fills you with awe. Yeah, that's the interesting part too about just not being on social media is I look at the news and like you're you have to actually read the whole article to figure out what happened. Whereas, you know, I feel like in social media you can piece together a bunch of people's posts and figure out what, what's going on. Oh yeah, for sure. That's what I do normally. That's kind of how I get my news nowadays. I just piece people's social media together and say, Oh, okay, that's what happened. Well, but it's biased, right? Oh, for sure. Yeah, yeah. but mm-hmm. what news what news is not biased? Come on. To each his own. I'm not we're not here to judge. And don't and, you think oh, I'm judging. I'm totally here to judge. No. Why else? That's why we're here. Why did we even start this podcast? <laughs> <laughs> I feel right. like we need to reassess our vision and mission for this. No, um, you're searching right. for Rick, because my understanding was we were here to judge. To judge people? <laughs> yeah. Also, I, I feel like you judge people and you're one of the worst because you judge people and then you're like, I don't ju- I'm not here to judge. But I'm the worst. I'm the most judgy judger that ever judged. Yes. So don't say that you're not here to judge. I know. I, this is me trying to be like the good Samaritan, not good Samaritan, but like just that voice of reason here. I, I feel like, you know, obviously we work together in a professional, well, I'll say semi-professional setting at one semi. time. And, you know, your pronunciation powers just never got utilized. Well, my spelling um, powers. But maybe were you working on those when you were napping? Was that what was happening? Why do you have to bring up napping? That's this is not a thing that just happened at the ballet. By the way, I napped in lots of jobs. Um, okay, okay. <laughs> you were an equal uh, opportunity napper. I napped at every get job twisted. I had. Don't get twisted. I napped everywhere. Um, yeah, it's something that I may have acquired while napping. You know, like I definitely could have. Uh, you know. Um, meditated on these powers and 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 developed and, and acquired these powers through sleep and meditation yeah sure okay so that was like you recharging your powers sort of and yes it's and cultivating, those, cultivating those powers yes absolutely you should do, you should definitely use that next time mm-hmm. at your next job where you get called out of like mm-hmm. oh, i was that? napping I don't like. I don't like the phrase really use that as if like that's like some kind of excuse or, or um, way to get out no, from explanation. From I'm recharging my powers. I'll be with you in twenty to thirty minutes. But people just like you. You're literally doing that to be because you know people and they're not going to believe this horseshit. So, um. Yeah. What I, do you say to people when they catch you napping at work? Um, I don't say anything. I just say amen and I open my eyes. You're <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, he's been praying for oh, 20 minutes. Oh, I caught you. I caught you for, in your 20 minute prayer. I'm so sorry. Yeah, it's cool. It, I mean, you know, Allah wasn't happy about it at all, but. Oh, all right. Well, fair enough. You win. <laughs> It is what it is, though. I mean, I, 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 we have potential. Some of us have unlocked potential, untapped, untapped potential that could be untapped or unlocked by napping or by meditating. And so if I did so, um, I don't think it's anyone's place to hate on me for the particular abilities that I've acquired. That's my business. It is. It is my business. All right. Well, fair enough. I think that that's the perfect place for us to sign off. When darkness falls and there's no one else to turn to, who else can you turn to except the wordist? The wordist is the smartest man in the world. 
and he is here to save the world. Coming soon to Disney Plus and a streaming app near you.